0: Restoring transactions is extremely simple. Let's head back into our shop class which brings up the original UI alert view here. Collapsing some of these methods here, makes the code a bit more readable. Display store UI. This is where that would have happened. We have an alert view that says display the price of the product. Other button title was maybe later. And I'm going to add another one up here, which is, uh, this is an array of buttons, so we'll add one before that. Maybe later, and nil. So now, if we're bringing this up, it should come up with three options. Let's see if I'm right. If we hit purchase, there we go, we have three options now. Likewise, we could implement something like that on the restore button here. Completely forgot that we had that here. Usually it's embedded in the purchase dialog. It's a you know whatever suits your app best type thing. Notice the array of buttons here. Now the buy button looks much better in the dialog. Uh, restore is up here, maybe later is up here. You can swap these around, so this the pattern that this follows is this is the cancel button. Technically, and the cancel button hasn't changed here. Cancel button is still the price. Other button titles, uh, which, sorry, which will be um, zero in the array, and other button titles will be this is one, restore purchases, and then the other one is two. So zero, one, two. Great. Let's have a look at our view controller because that's the guy that's going to react to the restore purchases. So just a reminder: zero is still make the purchase then one is no longer the cancel button one is now the restore button and case two is now the cancel button which means we have to not do anything now to actually restore the purchase we don't need to take another payment so right now up here we would call self new shop make the purchase and uh, here we don't want to take that payment again because otherwise we're ending up with the same payment dialog as before. So let's head back over to our shop implementation. In fact let me make this a bit bigger here. And where it says make the purchase we'll create another method called restore the purchase and i'll copy that put it in the header file that it can be accessed from our view controller and in here i'm going to do something uh, very similar to up here rather than creating a payment we're saying to the app store just restore whatever's there and we call that via uh, the sk payment queue restore completed transactions And when we send that to the app store, app store will get back to our app delegate and call this method again here, updated transactions. And this time instead of purchased or purchasing, it will go straight to transaction restored. And in it, we need to do nothing other than to finish this transaction uh, and unlock the full version. So let's, uh, let's do that. Unlock full version and finish transaction and we've already seen how to unlock that it's just unlock full version and we also know how to finish our transaction that's on the sk payment queue again and it may be nice to bring up a dialogue that tells the user and i suppose in here we should also validate our receipt we're getting a receipt with the restore, which has a copy of the original. So if we have saved the original receipt, we can compare the two and see if that was the genuine purchaser or somebody hacking into the system. Let's see how this works on the device. First to test this properly, I'm gonna remove the app again from the device. And then I'll run it so that we've got the free version again. Hit purchase. and in this case let's click the first button here, Restore Purchases and do you think the App Store would have gotten back to us at some point? It looks like it did not do that. What a shame. Let's see where it all went wrong. So we're not getting the log message here we should have been receiving the restore was successful. Didn't happen. See where it all goes wrong. In here, Restore the Purchase. Let's click purchase again, and hopefully we will end up here if I hit restore. No, restore the purchase was never called, so why not? In our view controller, we haven't actually implemented it. That's why. So, there, self, new shop, restore the purchase. It's not just you, it's everybody. Okay, third time lucky. Press the purchase button restore purchases our breakpoint kicks in that's perfect we're restoring the completed transactions I'm gonna hit that little play button here sign in again with our super secret password and all we get is a little log message restore was successful that's exactly what we wanted if I run the app again I would imagine we are now running the full version let's check our label and we are indeed perfect that's purchaser sorted, restore sorted. Of course the UI leaves a little bit of uh, things to be desired for, but you know, you'll work it out. That's cool. I've also added a button restore up here. We're not using them. But in your app, when you submit it to Apple, it's vitally important that your app has a restore options if you're using non-consumable products. If you don't provide that, Apple will reject your application. You must have a restore option. It's part of the human interface guidelines or the in-app purchase guidelines or whatever other guidelines they've come up with. Vitally important to have a restore button. To see the full source code of this project, head over to github.com forward slash and you'll find a project called in-app purchases. I'll give you the link in this video and also in the companion article to this course. So let's have a look what we've learned today. First, we started building a custom shop class, our very own custom shop class that can be reused in other applications, so you don't have to constantly write that from scratch. We also got a list of products from the App Store that was via the Validate product identifiers that contacts the App Store for the first time and grabs the actual products with description and price. We then build a little store UI that displays the price and description straight from iTunes Connect in the local currency and language. So if you want to translate your in-app purchase, you do that straight from within iTunes Connect and you don't have to touch the code for your app. Then we ask the App Store to take payment and upon success the App Store gets back to us and then we can unlock the full version and tell that to our customers. That was it. I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, leave me a comment in the companion article below. If you like this video, please share it with friends, family and total strangers and don't forget to subscribe to my channel and of course to my website. Bye for now. I will see you next time.